What the heck is up, y'all? Hello, all my little tacos and taquitos. I'm back, baby. I feel like I should play like the Slim Shady, like guess who's back? Um, it's been a minute. It has been a freaking minute. It's been since April 25th, y'all, because I'm looking at my voice memos and this is the first time I've recorded one since April 25th. So obviously a shit ton has happened actually from August or April 25th to now I have closed on my house, moved, did my two shows. Um, so a lot's been going on and I feel like my head was running in like a million different directions. Um, obviously all good stuff to podcast and I didn't fucking podcast about a single thing. So let's kind of like roll backwards, right? And like recap that because I just like, I don't even know y'all. I have been wanting to like sit down and like re-record an episode or like record an episode in general for like quite some time now. And I'm like, where do I start? Where do I begin? What do I touch on? What do I do? Like trying to find kind of just like well, like I always say, discipline over motivation, just trying to find the discipline to sit down and do this. It's not even motivation because like, I want to do this. I want to record podcasts. I want to talk about things. It's just finding the discipline to sit down and do it regardless of anything else going on. Um, so yeah, I was to be totally honest in a very weird headspace. Um, the end of my prep, kind of like when I closed up my house, like it was so great. I was so happy. So like, just so blessed. I absolutely love my house. I'm sitting in my fucking office right now. Who the fuck am I? Um, super excited. And then I ended up staying here for a couple of weeks at the end of my prep. And it was a weird feeling because, you know, like it's, it was my house. It was my space, but it wasn't my home yet. I didn't have my stuff. You know, I was sleeping on a fucking Walmart futon, um, David barely fit on it. Poor guy's like six one, futon's like six foot. It was just, it was a struggle. Um, I had a folding chair and like a folding table for my kitchen. Um, no couches, no furniture yet because my apartment lease was not up until July. So, you know, it was my house, but it wasn't my home yet. And I definitely think that put me in a really weird headspace because I was like so excited but I couldn't have it yet. You know, like it was there, but it wasn't there. So I was like in my own head, um, you know, stressors at work, stressors, just like trying to fit in, in this house and like be comfortable here, knowing I wasn't like a hundred percent comfortable. Um, and then getting to my shows. (laughs) Woof. Um, just to recap my shows, I, I'm very happy that I completed my prep. Don't get me wrong. I'm super happy. I am very happy with how we executed this prep just in terms of the plan, how we did everything, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to fucking toot it guys. Like I don't skip a beat on prep. I don't, I don't miss a meal. I don't miss a cardio session. I don't miss a training session. I do not. It is something switches in my head. You will not see me sleeping through my alarm. I don't miss this. Like, I don't skip a beat at work. I get that shit done. And I'm just very happy with how we set the plan this year. Um, It was just me on peak week. My stress levels, y'all, I 
don't even think it's possible to explain how stressed out I was because, and truthfully, it was like self-imposed stress, right? So like, obviously I have stress at work. Everyone has stress at work. I have stress, you know, your body's going through stress. It's prep. But I was just, every little thing was just like freaking me the fuck out. And it got to a point and I'm like, it's, it's better now. But like, I remember it was the Monday before my first show. So my first peak week that Monday, I had taken a shower and I had tried to dye my hair, um, with one of the products that I've used multiple times before. And I, you know, put the product on my hair, took a shower nothing happened. And I'm not saying like I went to like touch up. Like no, I went like shades darker. Nothing happened. And I had been so stressed. Y'all, my hair was coming out in clumps. Like I was, like David opened the bathroom door and I'm on the floor crying at 1030 at night, the Monday before. Like you're supposed to be minimizing your stress and I'm in here like fucking hyperventilating, losing my shit because now my hair is falling out. And I'm like, are, are we, are we kidding? Like, are we absolutely kidding? Um, and just, just leading up to that show, it was like, if something happened, like I made cream of rice in the microwave and it overflowed and like, that would just send me through the roof. And like, obviously like stress management, like I need to be better. That is 100% on me. Um, and that's something like when you prep, you need to be mindful of like everything going on around you. It's not just like, well, I'm going to prep. Everything's going to be peachy keen. Like, no, you have to, on top of managing prep and everything going on, you have to manage your stress levels because you're, when you spike your cortisol level, you truly do not understand how much that will affect your body in every way, shape, and form with holding water, with holding weight, changing the whole, like, shape, changing your whole, like, I looked better at the beginning of peak week than I did show day before we, before we did anything. I looked better three weeks before when I wasn't stressed than I did during peak week at my show. And that was just simply because I just let everything get to me. And it was a struggle because not to say that I know better, but like, I, I know better. I know what overstressing my body is going to do to me. I know what letting the emotions you know, getting the better of me is going to do to me. And I just let it happen. And it showed on both show days, 110%. Um, again, nothing was wrong with my plan. Nothing was wrong with my coach's execution of everything. It had nothing to do with it. I was the one who decided to buy a house and deal with all this in the middle of a bodybuilding prep. So don't recommend buying a house during prep. Um, cause that alone is just super, super stressful, especially like people don't understand like the buying the house, like, yeah, that's stressful, but like, it's so exciting. But then it's like, boom, you get the financial stress of it. Y'all, I have been getting like slips in the mail, like pay your quarter, like your quarterly taxes. It's going to be like $1,200, pay your gas bill, pay your water bill, like sewer, all the, just every bill that you could possibly imagine that it's like, you account for it when you're buying a house, but then you actually get them in the mail and it's like, oh my God, these people think I'm Rockefeller and I'm like a fucking cardboard box living motherfucker and I don't know how I'm going to pay this. You do, you end up paying, you're fine. You're, you know, you're not gonna drown here. You obviously budgeted for this, but it's still that like initial, I just bought a fucking house, what the fuck am I doing? Shock. And it will slap you in the face. So that was kind of like 
the surrounding of prep, right? So the end of it, the the surrounding of the shows, the how I was feeling so fucking stressed. I my first show day, I cried like half the day, like truly cried half the day. Um, again, gonna toot my own horn. When I'm on stage, you can't really tell that because I'm not gonna carry my emotions on stage with me. Obviously, if I, you know, if I, not to say like I placed poorly, but I placed where I deserved. These girls looked incredible at both of my shows. Um, so I placed where I deserved. And a lot of the times you're going to see everywhere on social media, um, people get placings that they're not happy with and it's going to show on their faces. It's going to show in their response to how they placed. Um, and honest to God, some people really need to be slapped in the face with like fucking humble pie. Like sit the fuck down. You get your placing and get your placing. Sometimes is it fair? No. Sorry, you're on a sport based on judgment of looks and overall appearance. Get some thick skin. I I don't know what to say other than that. Like, it sucks and it's fucking annoying. I have seen Steve get bent the fuck over in placings before. And it sucks and it's shitty. But you know what? You just, yeah, come off stage, you accept it, and you go and you just get better. And that's what I'm going to do. But you will never see that written on my face when I step on that stage. I will tell you that right now because it is, I promise you, nothing is more obvious than seeing the look on people's faces when they don't get the placing they want and they stand there on stage with a fucking puss on. If for, for like, let's, let's be real here, guys. If the audience is noticing, the judges are 110% fucking noticing your face. And your body language. Do not let them see that. I, both of my shows, I almost cried before prejudging at Atlantic States. Like, in line, I was, like, ready to fucking ball my eyes out. Because, like, I just was, I, I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable in my surroundings. I felt like, you know when you feel like you have a million eyes on you? Even if they're not. Like, I'm not saying, like, people were backstage, like, staring at me. They could have been. They could have not been. I don't fucking know. But, like, you know when you have that feeling, like eyes are on you like that's how I felt and I was like just uncomfortable and I was like I I'm gonna fucking ball my eyes out but I walked on stage they fucking smile on my face and I did what I came there to do because at the end of the day that's all you can do um but I guess to break down each show even further so my first show I ordered the pro tan DIY kit on the website and either royally fucked it up or it's just not as dark as like I think I, A, I definitely fucked it up, but also B, I definitely think you kind of have to fudge the instructions on that one. You know, it says to do it like this way. I think you have to do it like times three type of situation. Um, I was not dark enough for my first show at all. I looked like I had gotten a nice little fucking glow, a nice little vacation tan. Um, smooth. It was beautiful. My boyfriend did an amazing job putting it on. It was not streaky. It was just not dark enough. So that alone, I was just like, fuck next show right we got the spray gun out nina went to town and i was like fuck it let's just do one more coat let's just be safe well we were safe and probably a little too safe because that was very dark my second show um on stage you really couldn't like tell it was like overly dark i think um my face makeup definitely was not the right shade to blend into it it was lighter which is why I was like I feel like all eyes are on me because like my face and my body are two different colors which is very common a lot of people they are two different shades because that's just how it is um I just felt really uncomfortable about it I just felt like it was very very dark um 
So next year, we're going to happy medium it and just go to the fucking show people and do it because I personally stressed myself out um, with the choices that I was making because I was like, okay, this is good. Let's not do any more. And then the next show, I was like, all right, let's just do like one or two more. And then it was too much. So I personally just should not be left up with that one. Um, My second show, though, I did... The one thing, let me talk about some things I liked about show day, guys. I personally, um, all my ladies out there, I used to have some real big old boobies and I lost them in my first prep. They came back swinging in my off season and then I lost them again. And last year at my first show, I had worn padding in my bikini top and my second show, I was like, let me lose the padding and the top fit so much nicer I just think the way it hugged the padding it was not flattering to my chest um so I removed not that it looked bad I just personally preferred it better without the padding it was able to pull up a little bit more and I actually actually tightened the top so that it sat higher and I just think the way like a small tweak like that I think it just made the suit sit on my body much much better so I love that um I had extensions off of Amazon for my first show I like them. It made my hair very thick, very long. Um, my hair was already really fucking long before I cut it. And honestly, on stage, I was like, I liked it, but I was like, eh, I don't need it. So I didn't wear my extensions the second show. So didn't do that. I like that. Um, so I think I'm going to rock with that next year if my hair is long enough again. Or I say next year is if I'm 100% competing next year. I don't know what I'm doing. So just into terms of like how my hair is going to look, maybe extensions, maybe not. Um, but I love the overall just like look that I had at my second show. Um, like I said, I do my own makeup. So I liked how I did it. I got smaller lashes for my second show. They were more comfortable. Um, so in that respect, I liked that look a lot better. And I actually, I 100% came in better for my second show. Um, just still on a competitive stage. I was not as competitive as the other girls. I definitely got the placing that I got and that's okay again people can see it on your face like obviously like I'm upset like I don't don't get me wrong like again I'm gonna compete to win so getting I think I got the fourth or fifth I think I got fourth out of nine at my first show and I think I got 12 out of 15 13 out of 15 14 out of 18? I don't know. I was at the lower half of the numbers, though. And that's another thing. I'm not going to lie about my placing. I was at the low end of those numbers, y'all. Like, it was not top five, not top ten. No. No, 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 no. Um, but again, got where I deserved the place. And it is what it is. You know, I it was a learning experience, for sure. Um, it was definitely a hey. <laughs> prep isn't always going to be as easy as it was the first time around, you know, like it's almost like you're like a newborn, you know, when it's like kids just don't know, but that's like the beauty of it is they just don't know. So they just love it. Like that's your first prep. Like you just have no fucking idea. So you're just like a pig in shit. Like you're happy as fuck. And then it's like your second prep. Now, you know, and then now it's like every single thing you do, you're going to be like, uh, wait, uh, wait. And Honestly, guys, like, if this is something that you're going to do competitively for, like, a couple of, like, rounds of prep, like, a couple of years, at one point, like, it's it's very feasible that you're going to have a poor show experience. And that's okay. I'm pretty fucking happy it, you know, knocked it out of the way the second go. Um, so now we know for next year. But, again, I keep saying next year. 
I don't fucking know. Now I know for next prep. Next prep. Because I competed back-to-back years, so I just keep. But whatever. But, like I said. So now I, I got it out of the way. I got the shitstorm of my life set. I'm in my house. My furniture is here. Um, my office is being set up. I'm actually staring at the wall that I have to touch up paint because it didn't fully take. So we got some updates to make here. <laughs> Oopsies. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where that is. And then, so that was my show experience. And then after my shows, um, came off prep, I was very proud of myself this, like after my shows this year, I didn't really eat a ton to be honest with you. And again, your first show, like it's, it's bound to happen. I was kind of just in a very weird mental state. So I like had a burger, had a little bit of a cookie and went about my day, um, back on plan the next day. And we've been on a plan since I've had a few cheat meals here and there. Um, but this rebound is going 200 times better than my last one. Like my last one, uh, six weeks post show, I was up like 14 or 16 pounds y'all. And like, I'm up four or five right now. And again, like weight isn't everything, but also at the same time, like I was not putting on healthy weight last year. Like I was, you know, looking at my meal plan and being like, oh, well, like it calls for this, but like I can sub this carb or, oh, it calls for this, but you know what? I'm just going to have like, you know, some fucking thing that I'm going to just tell myself that it's protein, but it's, you know, it's, it's not my plan. Um, and this time around, I'm just being so much more cautious, I guess to say, I no, I don't like that word. Scratch that word because you know what? I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm scared to eat. I'm just being much more mindful. Actually, you know what? Cautious is the good word just in terms of the food choices that we are putting into my plan because Steve was great. We sat down, right? And we we chose food choices so that I could have a successful rebound, which I 100% recommend. And if your coach is worth their weight in salt, like I fully recommend saying, hey, you know, I want to have a successful rebound. Can I maybe send you some foods that are going to help me stay on plan. And don't, you know, I'm not saying sit there and be like, send him ice cream or send them, you know, fucking chocolate chip cookies, but say like, hey, I really enjoy Greek yogurt. Or hey, I really enjoy like protein pancakes. Like, you know, like the pancakes, 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 Kodiak cakes, things like that. Or like, hey, I really like oatmeal. You know, ask for foods that are going to help you stay on track um, vocalize that. Don't just sit there and be like, oh, chicken and rice. Okay. I just ate that for 18 weeks, but no, that's totally fine. It's yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's, it's going to make you want, like, it's going to make you want to fill those, like, I want to eat X, Y, Z. It's eating the same things that you just ate in prep is, it's not going to benefit you. Like it is, but like asking for additional things or like, Hey, as we, and mind you, y'all, like, you're not going to have all this right away um, bouncing around here for a second. Like when you come off your show, you have to slowly work your food back in. You don't just come off a prep and you're like, fuck yeah, 200 carb club. Fuck yeah. Like let's go eat like a ton of potatoes and rice. Like you're going to work yourself back into that. But as you work your foods back in, that's when you're going to say to your coach, like, Hey, you know, can we do, like I said, Greek yogurt as an option? Like, Hey, I love fresh fruit. Can we incorporate some fresh fruit into my diet? Um, things like that, especially if you are following the meal plan, obviously if you're following macros, it's a little bit different. Um, but I would very much recommend that. And then for me, it was just being cautious about choosing foods that I know are not going to irritate my stomach. Last year, I really turned a 
fucking, I turned my head away and was like, oh, I can eat this and be totally fine. Y'all, I was not fine. My gastritis, my stomach, my gut, I caused so many issues for myself because I was like, oh, I can eat this. It's not a big deal. No, 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 no. I, oh God, it was a big deal. And it would be, I have a very big sensitivity to gluten, um, dairy right now. It's all gluten-free. It's all dairy-free. It's not an allergy, but it's not something that my food or my stomach digests well. And due to skin conditions that I have, it flares that up. The gastritis, it flares that up. The GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically acid reflux that makes you just feel like you're a fire-breathing dragon. Flares that up. You know, anything that is related to my body, if I don't eat to make my body, like, happy, I guess. Like it, it, it triggers everything else. Like, and that's something people don't understand. It's like the food you eat affects every fucking aspect of your body. So eating to eat, and it could be something you like, I just examples, like I love broccoli. Absolutely love broccoli. My mom makes this burnt broccoli in a cast iron skillet. That is a oh, chef's kiss fucking to die for. Guess what? I can't digest well broccoli. So I'm not going to eat it because it's going to irritate my stomach. Bread. Are you fucking kidding me? I grew up in an Italian household. I used to cut the heel off the bread, flip the bread around, and pull it out of the bag so that when my mom would pick it up, it would hit the bottom of the bag because I already took the other heel off. I am a carb fiend. I love bread. I love bread. Good Italian bread. Oh, Lord Jesus. It, I, oof. My stomach, it, it will literally be in, I will be doubled over in pain, not be able to stand up. That's not worth it to me. I'm sorry. Like, if I, if I truly wanted to, I got, it's almost like, you know, lactate pills for gluten. I got that, pop one, and I had a biscuit, and it was fine. But I'm not going to go crazy and ruin my body with foods because it tastes good. You know what else tastes good? Foods that I can fucking enjoy. So (laughs) being cautious about what I'm putting into my body post-show so that I do not, like, y'all just hard dieted. Be kind to yourself. Like, slowly implement foods back in slowly raise your, like, increase your food, slowly, like, if you know something's not sitting well with you, don't try it 18 more fucking times, you're gonna get the same response, put your hand in fire, what's it gonna do, it's gonna burn every time, so just being a lot more mindful, this rebound has helped me so much, and I feel so much better, don't get me wrong, I still struggle with some things, like, I am still getting used to certain things, or I'm still being like, hey, you know, stay on track, you know, keep on your shit. The best thing I can say too is like, keep your routine. Last year, I was like, ooh, I get to sleep in now. I don't have to be up at 5 a.m. for cardio. And then guess what? I just didn't do fucking cardio. I went from doing tons of cardio to none. My body was like, all right, bitch, fuck you too. So (laughs) now I, obviously my cardio is not as high, but like I kept my routine. I wake up every day, 5.30, 6 a.m., depending on the day go do my cardio, come home, make my coffee, sit on my deck with Addie. Like keep your routine. Like keep on your shit, guys. Just because prep's over, the work's not done. So like, yeah, it's nice. You can have a little break, but like just keep, keep your routine, modify your routine, make your routine more to what you're doing currently, but keep that fucking routine. And then also do not listen to anybody else except your coach. Um, your coach just prepped you. Your coach just built a rebound for you. Do not listen to people that are like, and uh, granted, mind you, okay, 
I guess to say, if you obviously have a reputable coach, if you have a coach that you trust, if you have a coach that you're understanding what's happening, like I'm not going to question Steve because we've lowered my cardio, increased my food, but I've had people like either make comments or they'll be like, oh, like, why are you still doing cardio? Or like, oh, well, you don't need to do cardio every single day or, oh, you don't need to, you know, like you can eat this. It's not a big deal. Like do not put yourself in a position where you're going to listen to somebody else over your coach. If your coach is saying, hey, we're still going to do 30 minutes of cardio five days a week because this is what we need to do to keep you in a healthy spot. That's fine. Like do what your coach tells you to do. If your coach says, hey, you know, we're going to, you know, we can implement a cheat meal, but like, let's watch how much sugar we're doing right now because I don't want, you know, your body to be affected. Like that, like just don't listen to other people. It's the same way. Like you know, don't let the opinions of other get to you. Like, do you do what you need to do? Do what your coach tells you to do. Do not let other people come in and be like, oh, why are you still doing that? Oh, why do you still do this? Oh, well, you're not on prep anymore. So like you can have a cookie. Like don't make other people let you feel uncomfortable about the choices that you're making because saying no to certain things or still doing certain things is not a bad thing. And last year, I kind of just like let the opinion of other people like say like, oh, well, you're not on prep anymore. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Treat yourself, bitch. And then I treated myself every single day and I'm like, whoa, wait a second. Like this was not my designated cheat meal. This was not. And like, again, this is a sport I want to continue to do. So like it fucking matters. Your off season is just as important as your prep. It's not just like do whatever, eat whatever, do whatever the fuck you want. And then, ooh, prep for 16 weeks. Like your body's not going to respond to that. And you need to be cautious the entire time. Oh my God, cautious. No, Rachel, pick a new fucking word. That's... You need to be mindful. You need to be mindful. Um, but that's just that's just that. And I could probably dive deeper into a rebound um, and kind of just talk through that. But personally speaking, I am just so much happier with it this time around because I am listening. I am understanding my body. I am keeping my routine. I am focused on getting better and not just like, I'm not coming off prep with the mindset, oh, I'm free. I can do and eat and it's not going to matter. I just hard dieted for 16 weeks. I'm coming off with a mindset that just said, you know, I just busted my ass for something and now I'm going to bust my ass even harder to make everything I just did still count for something, right? So like, you know, if you're looking at your prep as it was like a prison sentence, take a step back and reevaluate. Your rebound should be just as controlled and just as intentional as your prep was. You should not be coming off prep saying, I'm free. I'm able to do X, Y, Z. I don't have to, you know, step on stage in four weeks so I can eat whatever the fuck I want. Health-wise, for your body, for your, you know, your hormones, your thyroid, everything, you need to, you just did something extreme. You can't go from one extreme to the other. There's going to be, you know, issues that come come with that. That's not going to be helpful to you. So you need to go from prep to working your way back into an off-season rebounding diet. And from there, continue to improve upon yourself. If you choose after your first show that you're like, hey, you know, it was fun, but you know, the sport isn't for me or like, Hey, I'm pretty set on prepping for a while. That was a lot. That's totally fine. But again, work your way back into that lifestyle. You cannot go from one to the other and expect nothing to happen. That's just being naive to be completely honest. And it's not fun, but it's not that that's kind of 
where I am with everything right now. Um, am I, like I said, am I upset with my show placing? Absolutely, y'all. Like, it is what it is. But you know what? I learned. I'm coming back. I am feeling a lot more like myself, to be completely honest with you. Like I said, I was just, I was just out of it. And even just coming out of my shows, I was out of it. I wasn't feeling like myself. Um, my house is now a home. I feel so great here. I feel so happy. I feel so blessed. So just in my space. Um, and I'm absolutely loving it. And so I'm starting to feel more like me. I'm starting to feel my strength back in the gym. I'm starting to just wake up with a smile on my face. And to be totally honest with you, yes, that's something that I had to get to on my own, but I worked, you know, I, I worked behind the scenes to do things to make me feel better. I journal, I, you know, I sit here and again, is every day perfect? Perfect. God fucking no. God bless David. I swear to God, this man is an angel cake, but every single day I would recognize my behaviors and I would work to change them. And it's, it's not easy, but I'm happy to be back podcasting. I'm happy to be back feeling like me in the gym. It sounds silly, but like, it's those little things that like, once you get back into them and like, I posted something on my story from Emily Hayden the other day. She has the Evolve with Emily show on Spotify. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. She is fantastic. And her words just speak volumes. And I was listening to her podcast one day and, and she was just like, you know, why, wh- why are you looking at, you know, a goal or something that you want to do and you're standing in your own way, basically. And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, she is so right. Like I'm, I'm letting the opinions of others, even though like, and truly they're made up opinions. Like it's not even something that someone's told me or that I've seen. It's just like an assumption in my head. Right. So like, I'm letting that get to me. I'm letting a literal figment of my imagination, something that's not real, something that's not physical, take away something that makes me happy. And I was listening to it and I was like, that's, 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 I'm not cool with that. I'm not okay with that. Um, and I'm like, whether one person or 10 people listen to it, whether one person or, you know, 10,000 people listen to it, this is something that makes me happy. So I'm going to fucking do it. Same with the gym. I absolutely love the gym. I love my fucking gym fits. I like finding new, you know, outfits on Amazon, little dupes, this shit. If it makes me fucking happy, do it. If it makes you happy, do it. Like, do the things that make you happy and do not let other people stand in the way of that. Do not let imaginary things stay in the way from that. It's it's your life. You have one of them. I can tell you from experience, not a lot of people get to live out a full life. And, you know, do what you want to do. Like, are you going to be okay with not doing what you If you look back, are you okay with not doing the things that you want to do? I'm not. And I'm going to continue to do what I want to do. And that's why I just feel very reflective on these past preps and just recognizing that like, Hey, you know, we be hit some bumps in the road. We let it get a little out of control because, you know, we just let ourselves fall into, you know, what we were feeling and that's okay, but we need to pull ourselves back. We let ourselves sit in that too long and being reflective, journaling, and just understanding where my mindset is at has helped me just get through this process and finally be in a place where I'm like, I'm feeling so much fucking better, so much better. 
and I'm going to continue to feel better. And I'm so excited for that because I have so many things that I want to do outside of like my nine to five job of just things that just fill my heart with joy. Like, I don't know if you all have seen, it was, oh my God, it was a skit from something else. But if y'all watch Gilmore Girls, the year in the life when she was like, oh, this book where if it doesn't bring me joy, throw it out. It's like, what about these chairs? They don't bring me joy. You know, like only accept the things into your life that bring you joy. Allow those things in, push out the negative, you know, do the things that make you fucking happy. I am at that point now where I'm, I'm just ready to do that. You know, this, like, I don't record, like I record my podcast, obviously, but it's not a video. It's just me talking to voice memos on my phone. Um, one take, we ain't no two, two take bitch over here. We are a one taker. So you guys get all my errors and word fumbles, but the smile on my face right now, like I'm so fucking happy to be doing this and I'm already excited to do it again and do it again and do like, I'm, I'm going to try my hand. I keep saying it, but it's like, I'm going to try my hand on YouTube because it just seems fun. Like I want to do like a day in a life, a full day of eating, like vlogs and things like that. Like, you know, I work full time. I feel like that's a very relatable thing. You know, I work full time and this is like my hobby. You know, it's not my sole source. It's, not a source of income. Who the fuck am I kidding? Slow your roll, Rachel. But you know, like all these people that this is their source of income. This is not mine. This is something fun that I love to do. And I want people to understand that like, just because something doesn't have a monetary value, just because something is, you know, meaningful to you, but maybe somebody else is like, oh, that's not my thing. That's totally fine. I want y'all to just take away to say like, do what is meaningful and what brings you joy. And that is where I'm at. That is where I'm going to kind of wrap this up here a long ramble, a back and forth. Once again, guys, I just decided, Hey, I'm going to podcast. I don't have anything written down. I kind of just fucking shot from the hip. So this is going to be all over the place, but the next few, I'm going to actually sit down and make sure that I am on track with things. But I really appreciate y'all listening. If you made it this far, um, let me know, send me a message. My Instagram is at Ray underscore Emily with two Y's. Um, yeah, send me a message. I hope you all really like enjoy this. If you can relate to it, um, that fills my heart with so much happiness. You don't even know when people tell me that. And it just, that to me is so meaningful, but, um, yeah, I hope y'all have a great weekend. I am going to hang up some more shit in my house. I'm going to get the rest of my office together. My next podcast, I will share my wild fucking Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, because I now have to get some new furniture pieces not even furniture, rugs, curtains, shit, because Addie got sprayed by a skunk. So I will talk about that next time. Um, cause that's just hysterical, but yeah, I hope y'all have a great fucking day. I really appreciate every single one of you little tacos and taquitos. I am back and better. I'm fucking thriving. My name is still Rachel. It's not Emily, but call me whatever the fuck you want. We are here, but yeah, bye.